Welcome to another epic episode of Kazi's Audio Experience. This is the podcast where we're not only going to sharpen our technical skills, but we will learn how to become profitable as filmmakers. And guys, it will mean the world to me if you leave a five-star review and subscribe to this channel for more awesome content. Let's get into it. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another live. And this time we're going live with a friend and a, one of the most talented people that I've seen on the internet, Sam Newton. So we're going to bring him on, ask him some questions. It's going to be fun. So everybody should hang out. There we What's go. Up, how are we doing? Good. How are you, man? Fantastic, man. Life is good. How are you? Pretty good, bro. Happy to have you here, man. I feel like, at least for me, I see you everywhere, right? Like you're just, <laughs> you're all over the place, man. It's crazy. So, which is a great thing. But let's just start with like the, you know, two people in the world that don't know you. Who are you? My name's Sam Newton. I am right now full-time YouTuber. Uh, I have my roots, I guess, in the filmmaking videography community. I spent uh, about three years traveling, working on commercial projects. And uh, now I'm, like I said, full-time in YouTube, making all kinds of different videos. I make music, I make videos about making videos, I make travel videos. Uh, yeah, I kind of jack of all trades if you will so sam like you know being a i mean you know you're you're a musician right like you're just you're out there doing this i mean this is one thing that i am fascinated to know um you know in my head you're either behind the camera right like you're mm -hmm. an editor you're a cinematographer blah blah you're in front of the camera youtube is i think kind of that space that bridges the gap but then you take it to the next level, right? Like you're full on, like here I am producing my music, doing all this, and then, you know, I'm making YouTube. So how, how do you connect that? Where did yeah. that come from? Well, I've always, I've made music with my friends since I was like 15, back in high school. We always used to just kind of mess around and freestyle. And uh, it was something that I really liked doing and I stopped for a while and uh, I went, started making videos. And that's what makes YouTube so amazing is that you can kind of dive into whatever you really want to do and people, you know, they subscribe to your channel for you and that connection they have with you, not necessarily like, obviously they come for the work and they come for what you produce. But at the end of the day, what's consistent with my work is that I'm the person creating it every single time. So it's fun to be able to branch out in a different, uh, you know, just do different things, try different things with music, uh, uh, I had this niche in videography in the camera world and I'm like, okay, well, why not start making some songs about it? Uh, and it's a very weird thing to explain to somebody, you know, if, if somebody finds out I make music, they're like, oh, what kind of music? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's kind of tough to explain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, YouTube just gives you all this creative freedom to be able to make whatever you really want to make. And the community that I've built and my subscribers and my kind of uh, following really enjoys it. And uh, I love doing it. And I love that kind of, you know, ability to do so many different things. And, you know, I haven't made like a true cinematic video in a while. And now after a few funny videos and a few songs, it's like, okay, now I'm going to be able to adjust and go back to the cinematic videos. And I know it'll pick up just like nothing ever left off. So I enjoy that kind of versatility that YouTube offers. That's kind of crazy that you say that because I'm thinking the opposite in my head, right? Like I mm -hmm. see work and the quality of work and how far you go, right? Like you're, you're working with my dude, Ben Hess, right? Like as your yeah. cinematographer, that's my guy. Like, I don't know if he told you, but like, and then you work with Jake in the past and it's like, 
you're going, you're like, it's a full blown production, right? Like, I mean, mm -hmm. and it looks amazing. So I'm seeing it, like, I know what you're saying, right? Like I see the Nikon song and I'm like, okay, this is, <laughs> this is funny. This is, this is comedy. But then the way it's done, I'm like, you know, I'm watching it for 10 seconds, like 15 seconds, you know, just to like show some love and like hit a, hit, hit a thumbs up. And then I end up watching the whole thing. And I'm like, how did he do that? And that happened to me with, that pretty much happens to me with all your videos. Like, you know how the algorithms work. Sometimes they make you disappear and I will never see you and then I'll start seeing you. So anytime I do see something that you're gonna be like, just dropped a new video, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go show support, hit a thumbs up and I'm gonna watch for like 15, 20 seconds, I'm gonna bail. And every time I go there, I end up watching like almost <laughs> all of it. And I'm just like, that's crazy, you know? So it's uh, it's crazy, man. So, you know, let's let's talk about this because I, I went to school for cinematography. I mean, I went to school for film knowing nothing about it, right? Like I was going to college for uh, network engineering, right? And I dropped yeah. out and went to film. So not knowing anything, just kind of like, uh, I want to be Scorsese, like not knowing anything about filmmaking, right? Like I just go in and I'm like, I like Goodfellas. Like uh, I want to do <laughs> And I just go in and I kind of <clears throat> up. And then along the way I go, whoa, what is this thing called cinematography? And what is a cameraman and all that? and so for me, cinematography was really close to my heart. Editing was my secondary. Then when I started grading, somehow I just feel like grading is sort of cinematography in post. So like, you know, I, you know now that's what I'm doing because that was my true love. So for you, uh, especially when it comes to behind the camera sort of thing, uh, behind the scenes, like what is your field that you kind of gravitate toward? Like there's cinematography, editing, everything. What is the thing that you just keep going back to? Um, Oof. Let's see. I I really love uh, like just being out shooting in general. I wouldn't call myself like a true cinematographer in in the sense that uh, I'm not a big person. I don't really enjoy being on set too much. I don't like when there's a ton of moving parts. I'm more of a run and gun style. Like I like just being out with a small group of four or five people and being able to just kind of make a story come to life with that. Um, and I do love the the energy that that brings where you're like, okay, we need to make a video in the next week, what happens? So just kind of being out in the field, obviously, but there is a beauty in editing. And especially with someone like me, I've traveled to so many places. I've done a lot of cool things that a lot of people haven't had the opportunity to do. Um, I sit on all this footage and sometimes I, I sit there, I'm like, okay, well, how can I repurpose this story and how can I edit it in a way? And I love, that kind of door that editing opens where you're able to respect kind of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of story there. And uh, that's what makes editing so exciting because for me, I'm able to like, if you watch any of my cinematic videos, I do a lot of voiceovers. I do a lot of uh, um, like storytelling in that regard where I'm able to just, okay, here is an experience I have. Let's talk about it. Uh, and I love the editing style where I can just sit down, journal a little bit and kind of make it feel however I want to. So I mean, that's why we do what we do, right? Is you're able to not only enjoy going out in the field and making stuff, but going out and editing. But now I've become more of like a, or less of a one-man band and like getting into the producing side in terms of like, now I get much bigger projects. And so I have to assemble all these teams with Jake and with Ben. And yeah. uh, it's exciting to bring my friends on this. And uh, yeah, man, it's just, I love the energy it brings and I love being able to do so many different things. And I think that's why I do what I do because I'm never niched down too much and I'm able to create all these different things and wear so many different hats. I think I want to jump into the next question, which is, 
exactly right what you just said. Jack of all trades, like any, I feel like, again, going back to not knowing anything, being so naive, going to, you know, film school and thinking that Swordfish was the best movie ever made back in the day. So I'm like, people, I feel like that are blessed. I'm going to start with a blessing and then, you know, it's a, truly a curse too. But like, when we know it all, right, like when we can do a lot of different things, I feel like at least I can only speak for with, you know, from my own experience, it's really hard for me to give up control of any field and same thing goes with my business right like it was not really a business in the beginning because i did not want to give control of my facebook ads i do not want to give anybody control over my stories like i'm just doing it all email marketing everything and then i'm like learning that you know i'm sick for a week and like the business goes down like it just nose dives and i'm like hold on what is something is wrong so i want to ask you like you know for you to open up to a point where you're just like i can edit I can color, I can do all those things and I can do them well, but I'm going to start collaborating with others. So how do you, I feel like this can help a lot of people here too. How do you like teach yourself to kind of start giving control and turn it into actually a superpower eventually? <laughs> oh man, that, you're still preaching in the choir on that one. I'm still really, really bad, especially being, you know, starting off in this content creator space you are the person that does everything yeah. you are. And so I spent four or five years being the director, the producer, the editor, um, the colorist, everything. And, uh, you know, you grow over time, you were creatures of habit and you grow to be like, okay, well, I know that I trust the direction that I can put into it. And then you start really not being able to, to give up that control. But I think it just comes with time and comes with, you know, start introducing new people into your, you know, your ecosystem into your team. And that's how I found like Jake, like you were talking about, Jake just reached out to me probably a year and a half ago, said, yo man, love your work. Let, let me color a video for free and we'll see where we can go from there. Uh, and I'm like, you know what? Actually, I have a pretty cool project coming up. Let's do it. I had never worked with a colorist before and now he's the only colorist I ever worked with. It's pretty crazy how that worked out. And now anytime I have a big budget project, it's like, okay, Jake, you're my guy. But um, it, it becomes a thing where once the budgets become bigger, it's kind of uh, impossible not to bring on a team of people. So you have to you have to learn quickly how to be able to give up control. But uh, yeah, I'm lucky enough to have an incredible team um, of people around me that not only are great at what they do, but they're also my really good friends. Um, Alex Romo, Chase Viking, Luke, Luke Jackson Clark, Ben Hess, Jake, all these people that uh, I genuinely just talk to and hang out with on a day-to-day -day basis, but also are just incredible at what they do. So I'm blessed at that. And uh, I'm still not very good at giving up that control. Uh, it's something I'm, I'm learning. And uh, I mean, I was up till 5 a.m. two nights ago trying to finish this last YouTube video that I just posted. And I was sitting there and I'm so tired and I'm posting and I'm writing all the copy and I'm like, I need... Sometimes it's nice to have a little bit more of a team built out. But uh, yeah, I'm learning every day, just like everybody else. Even people that seem like they might have their shit together. It's like, it's like we're learning and uh, there's a lot of things that I'm still doing wrong that I want to improve on. But uh, that's the thing, right? It's a process and, and you can only get better by doing it and not by sitting down and hoping that you get better at it. I couldn't agree more. I feel like it's an ongoing thing. You know, personally, the only reason why I don't love giving up too much of my control and like delegating is because I feel like over time, the thing that I thought I was great at, 
I get, I start to get really dumb at it. Like, you know, right now I'm not doing my Facebook ads. I have a team that runs my Facebook ads. So anytime I'm asking for data and looking at the numbers, I just feel like I've never seen it. You know, like I'm acting so dumb. I'm just looking at everything and I'm just kind of going, I'm like, what am I looking at? And I'm like, this is the part that I hate. That's why I just want to do it all. You know? So I agree with you. Like, it's just, uh, you kind of have to find that balance. But I feel like as artists, it's, it's really hard for us, right? Like any, anything that we're going to put out that's going to have our name on it, like we just cannot, like we can't help ourselves. It has mm. to be the best thing, right? Um, so that's, that's the thing. I want to ask you, um, are you a gearhead? Like, I mean, because some people, once again, right? Like you could be a creative, but, you know, you got Tarantino, who's, who's a creative, but crazy about cameras and like the, you know what stuff looks like and what it's gonna you know project on and all that he's nuts about it and then you got other directors like scorsese or whatever they're just like oh, i don't know what we used like i mean yeah. it's just like it's the performance that i worry about so where do you fall in that category well i don't think i fall anywhere in a category with scorsese and tarantino well, in the yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um Man, I'm as far from a gearhead as you could possibly find, especially in this YouTube camera space. I get hit up all the, like my channel in general is just confusing to a lot of people and to a lot of brands because I'm in this camera filmmaking photography world and niche and genre. But, you know, I'll get hit up like last month was uh, Techtober, as they say, and there's so many camera companies dropping and all these camera companies are dropping cameras and all these uh, you know, and I get hit up by a ton of brands and they're like, Hey, we'd love you to do like a, a review video. And I'm like, I don't, I don't do review videos. Mm -hmm. I don't like, I don't like focusing so much on the camera side of things. I think there's plenty of that in the industry um, where people focus on cameras stuff for, you know, whatever reasons, the two big reasons being money and two, they bring in a, just a shit ton of views. When you start talking about, this is the new camera and throw a thumbnail of you going, Oh my God, uh, people click. And, uh, you know, I, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't like thought of, okay, well maybe, maybe I'll go a little bit more down that road, but no, I'm, I'm not much of a gearhead. I never have been. Um, I've shot with so many different cameras with so many different people. And, um, yeah, it's really, I, I'm not kind of tied. I Canon is what I've shot on for the past, like five years. I love my Canon gear. I love, uh, I've worked with Canon in the past too, so they're great. But it's like, to me, if you if you have a camera and it shoots, you know, 4K, you're already ahead of a lot of people three years ago. So right. just take it somewhere, make something. And I think so many people can just sit on their ass and focus so much on like, okay, when when this lens comes in in three months, then I'll finally be able to make something as opposed to just all right, go out and make some, like Super 8 cameras have been around for God knows how long, 60, 70 years now. And, you know, one of my most, like highest performing videos on my YouTube channel is a Super 8 video with no sound design, like the smallest amount of coloring. It was just like cut to a song with a little voiceover and it has like 400,000 views. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, just if you're able, I'm a big advocate of just, it sounds cliche, but like, go out and make something. I don't want to hear you talk about it for two years. Just do it. Dude, you touched on something really beautiful. I mean, you like, you know, I have a merch and I have a saying, learn and apply, you know, and, and it just, it has to happen in tandem, you know. And one of the things I feel like that people might think is my strength 
is the thing is the thing that kind of held me back which was i always thought i was just so stupid because i never put any thought into anything i just did things like i just mm-hmm. i would do something and then like get burned and learn from that you know and i've always done that and now when i look back i feel like the experiences that i collected along the way doing that like build the plane while flying it sort of mentality became my strength and now when i try to tell people or see them way more talented people than you know many people that i know are not doing anything and it's just you look at them and you're like you're too smart for your own good like get out of your own way just just walk away just let that beast inside of you do its thing you know and then see what happens and i feel like i just have to double down on what you said because so many people that i talk to and you're absolutely right they they're just like i'm this close from putting out my reel but i'm waiting for because i don't know should i wait for the mac pro to come out or should i get the macbook pro and i'm like why do those two things have anything to do with your reel just put out your reel you know <laughs> like nobody's going to ask you on the other end like so here's the thing right i buy this $35,000 freaking monitor that didn't make freaking netflix and amazon go whoa like kazi over there got that monitor let's start hitting him up like he's going to just grade every project for us and i didn't buy it for that because i knew that's not what's going to happen like i want this i'm a gearhead my curiosity you know got the best of me i'm like i need to have it to see what's the difference and now that i've seen it i can't unsee it right so like mm-hmm. it's just it's my own thing i did it for that and i feel like people need to like really get that sink in so let me ask you this then if you're a canon fanboy like don't lie to us but did canon pay you for the nikon video how did that happen <laughs> Nobody nobody paid me for the Nikon video. I even at the end of the Nikon video I even said I was like, "Hey Nikon, if you want to come uh come work." Then I never got reached out to, but uh no, that's all been a bit, man. It was just something I said in one of my songs. I think I just screamed fuck Nikon in one of my songs and uh you know, it got a huge response out of people. Uh and uh it, it it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, I, at the end of the day, I I know what's going to get get people going and rile people up and get people's attention and I'm like all right well let's pick one camera bag and just or camera brand and shit on them and it just happened to be Nikon because at the time I think there were a lot of Nikon memes that were going around and it's famous for being the dad photographer camera brand but at the end of the day it's like I really I really don't care like if you shoot Nikon and Tim to the wild Tim Kellner is one of my favorite uh, uh cinematographers on YouTube he makes some incredible just uh vibey travel pieces and he shoots Nikon and so it's like people get a, like really riled up about it and I'm like dude I I couldn't care less it's like making a song about cars and just saying I hate Chevys because you know you know so many people drive Chevys and everybody who doesn't drive a Chevy is going to be like yeah that's funny that car's yeah, dumb yeah. and everybody <laughs> who does is like no I love my car and it's just funny to be like just sit there and be like look how mad you're all getting it's not that big of a deal it's a camera that's, that's evil that's yeah horrible <laughs> i like horrible. to watch i like to watch the world burn bro <laughs> so now let's move on to the next polarizing thing when did your hate begin with peter mckinnon how did that happen <laughs> there's no hate there's no hate um man that's almost a year now a year ago when i basically i think about October of last year I made the decision that I wanted to go full-time into YouTube meaning I would officially say no to every client that asked me to make a video. It's like I'm saying no, I'm just going to make YouTube videos and that's it. And that was tough obviously cutting off that big of a revenue stream, but I I give 100% of my uh 
success to that decision of being like, okay, well, let's commit. Then I started thinking in terms of, all right, I'm full-time on YouTube. How do I, how do I get this going? And I'm like, okay, well, my, my content's not very algorithm friendly because algorithms love consistency, not only like consistency, how quickly you post, but it also loves like predictability. Like if you post one video, they want the next video to be similar. They want the video after that to be similar. So people can go and binge your stuff. Mm-hmm. My shit's all over the place, right? You're going to watch a travel video and then you're going to watch me rap and then you're going to watch me sit down and talk. So the algorithm doesn't love my channel for that reason. And I was like, okay, well, what do I do? And I obviously love Peter, a big, big fan of his channel for so long. And I was like, I'm going full time. I knew what my strengths were. And I'm like, okay, well, what if I made a song about uh about peter and make it kind of this tongue-in-cheek like make it seem like i'm talking shit but you should you know if you have any sense you know it's all you know fun and games i wasn't going full jake paul and you know shitting on him but i was like okay well let's make this a little bit fun and and then also call out a few other big youtubers in the process because i knew it would make a splash i knew it would just get people's uh, attention and at the very least it would accomplish two things, right? If nothing else happened, it, Peter would know who I am because there's no way he wouldn't see the video because I'm a big right. fan of like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it big, right? Yeah. So I'm going to do it big enough for the fact that it's undeniable and he's going to see it. And then two, the, you know, YouTube would start connecting our channels and be like, oh, people who watch Peter McKinnon also watch Sam Newton, right? And I, I knew that. And I, I knew that that was kind of what, what could happen. And I went to Marco, my producer, and I pitched him the whole idea. And I'm like, when I remember sitting down with him, I'm like, okay, best case scenario, right, would be he, you know, makes a reaction video or he puts a video on his YouTube channel about us and about what we did. And, uh, but worst case scenario, like at the very least, like I'm sure he'll throw it on his story or maybe he'll just shoot us a message saying that was funny and he'll know who I am, right? Worst case scenario. And then, you know, I posted it. And then within, I think, an hour and a half, not even, he had sent me a message like, dude, this was hilarious. Because not that often do people make not only entire songs about you, but full on music videos. Like, dude, this was hilarious. And uh, within that day, he had posted it on a story and that got a bunch of traction. And then he sent me a DM later that day saying, I think this might deserve uh, uh, Peter McKinnon reacts. And I was like, holy shit. Um, and yeah. And then two days later, he just dropped it kind of out of the blue. And that's when it really like, I think it had a decent amount of traction at that point in time. I had like 15,000 views, but like, obviously when Peter makes a video about you, it, it, you know, he's the king of this industry. And so it, it just, my life, my life changed that day. I'll, I'll put it that way. My life changed that day. And, uh, um, it was incredible. And Peter's been nothing but uh, awesome about it. And it's wild to me that, there's this person that I looked up to for so many years that I just watched online that I'm like, I fuck with that guy. I like the person he is. I like, uh, you know, how he goes about it. Obviously Peter doesn't work on like a ton of project anymore of like the YouTube side of things, but I love the way he makes it so fun and so engaging. And um, I was like, all right, well, I, I enjoy that. And I would love to, to kind of get to know him and, a year later, I kind of made it happen. And now we can text, I can text him if I ever have a question. And uh, we were talking for like an hour the other day on, on text. And I'm like, had to step back and be like, holy shit, this is, this is pretty wild. That's um, insane, dude. That's the world that we live in. It's kind of crazy that 
when you take out the gatekeepers, how fun the world is, right? Like how easy it is that you can just have that communication. So many people like look at social media as like it's the worst thing ever happened to us. But when you see it from that perspective, if it's used right, you can totally see it. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I do want to ask you is that, you know, the, one of the things that I really love about you is that you, in your music videos, like, you know, that, that, that personality, you're like cocky, like, I mean, this, you don't fuck with this guy. And then outside of it, like, you know, you're so humble. So there's like these two like personalities that I see. It's like, this dude is just the most humble dude. He's the cockiest motherfucker. So, you know, what is that? You just switch it on or is it just like that? Oh, that's marketing, Q, man. That's marketing at its finest. I came up with that idea of like, okay, I can, I can come up with these two characters, right? Where I can have this almost self-aware conversation with myself where like, I can say things that are a little bit more outlandish, but if like my other side says, yo man, you're not allowed to say that, <laughs> then people will be like, oh, okay, he doesn't really mean it. And it's hilarious because when you're watching it, you you view it as like two people having a conversation. And uh, uh, even though it is the same person. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, it, it's just something I came up with to kind of create this like self-aware, uh, uh, dialogue, if you will, where I'm able to say the more cocky, uh, outlandish things, but then also be like, no, man, you got to chill out yeah. a little bit, even though they're both me. Um, and so the, the viewer in their mind is like, you know, oh, he said that thing, but also he doesn't really mean it, but he kind of does. But yeah, I don't know. It's a fun, it's a fun way to kind of set the tone for videos or, and, and for advertisements, right? When I do ads, like, you know, nobody enjoys ad reads, right? But it's right. something that, that we have to pay the bills. We have to be able to right. find a way to, to, to keep this content going. And so I want to make it a way where it's like, okay, well, if I have an ad, people are like, okay, well, let's, let's see what he's going to do this time for it. Um, it's entertaining. It's, it's fun. And you can make it kind of in so many different ways. And so I love that, uh, that element of the two person, because I can kind of joke around with myself and, you know, do the self-aware, like make fun of myself for selling out, even though it's me. Right. I don't know. It, it's clever and I don't see too many people doing it. And so, uh, yeah, I'm having fun with it. I think it's done right. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like going back to that, like even if it's quirky, whatever, but I feel like the, the, the level of production and the way it's put together is just like, I mean, personally, you're like my personality and the house that we were raised in, we were just taught to kind of not be like, if you take yourself seriously, others will take you seriously. So we were raised with that. So like, you know, that like intense personality that I have or whatever, that's just in my DNA because we were taught like, you know, and then when I see, I do like really envy and admire people where they just, they don't take themselves seriously. But then like when I see you, like, I'm just like, okay, he doesn't really take himself seriously. But then when it comes to work ethic, like the dude is there, like he's, mm-hmm. he's up there, you know? So it's like, that balance is just really fun to witness and it's amazing how you're doing it and you're just you're going with it man i mean it's like with social media like i was just talking to you know my friend and he's like how how are things going and i'm like they're great um but what i've learned is that it doesn't get easier i'm like you know when i had 500 followers i'm like oh man once i have like 40,000 followers this game over i can just take a lifetime vacation and it's like it's done i've done it and it's like dude it's never over like it's like you know, if we look at the view count right now, when I had 10,000 followers, I had more people watching than I have right now. And that's just because I'm not as consistent. 
I was doing a live every Wednesday, every Wednesday, every Wednesday. So like now I've taken a break because we have grown. So I'm figuring out other plays and all those things. So it's like, it, it just, you know, the world that we live in is just like, you really have to, you know, keep your foot on the gas at all times. And you have to commit, like you said, like you can't just be half ass, like half in, half out. Like once you commit to it, and that's the thing that I'm seeing with you, I'm just like, dude, he's dropping a banger and then he doesn't let go. Like he just hold it. He holds it. He goes, goes, goes. And that's what you got to do. Like, you got to maximize when you're on the right side of the algorithm, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it can be a, it can be a tough kind of way to look at it because, man, sometimes you get a little burnt out and you're like, I just want to slow down for a second. But, you know, uh, when you have relevance and you have people watching your stuff, you know, if you give that up for a while, that does fade and it's not like it's going to always be there. And so you have to understand that, too. So. I try to find that balance where it's like, okay. And also for me, it's like, I know what people want to watch. I know what kind of videos people want to watch. And sometimes I want to make a different kind of video. And I'm like, oh, well, people like this kind of slower video that I'm going to make or will people like, and I know the answer sometimes is going to be, I, you know, a lot of people will like it, but a lot less people will, will come to watch as opposed to being like, oh, if I make this crazy big music video, that's funny. Like I know a lot of people will come and, all they have to do is talk about cameras and everybody will, will love it. And so you, you kind of have that, that conversation with yourself on like what's more of a priority to yourself. And I try to consistently keep myself grounded where it's like having, making videos that I love, but also making videos that, that people are going to watch, which is, you know, pretty important. Dude, it's really, and it's really smart, you know, because I, I'm telling you, like the trajectory that I'm seeing with you and, and the brand that you're building, I feel like that is so much bigger than a quick buck or, you know, doing this sponsorship or that sponsorship. I, I feel like where you're headed, um, you're building something much bigger, right? Like, so there's going to be a snowball effect and then that don't quit, you know, once you have that going and it just, it's there, right? Like, because the engagement is kind of ludicrous, um, for your following and everything is like, it just, it's insane, you know? So like, if you just keep that going, that's the thing. Like a lot of, a lot of times I feel like some people that I know that, you know, had a little bit of success and then they start reading up and learning what everybody else is doing in that space. And I feel like sometimes it doesn't really help those people because it's just like when you're doing something that's working and you've done it on your own, you got to, you know, just listen to that like voice and keep going because maybe you cracked the code. Maybe you figured out something that other people are doing it differently. And a lot of them are doing the same way. So you don't want to be in that red ocean, you know, what you figured out is like really working and you have to go with it. Um, you know, when I'm watching your stories and stuff like that, like genuinely, I just feel like when you're talking, you're, you're a content human being. You're just a happy dude. And that's another thing that I do want to talk about because I feel like we live in a world where, you know, you, you go on social and you just swipe through stories and you see everybody else's, apparently everybody's always succeeding, right? Because nobody's going to put their failures up. And you kind of see that. And like you said, you know, you've made that tough decision to go full-time, you know, be a YouTuber. Um, and, you know, I'm headed in that direction from like so many similar story, right? Like, having a clientele for a decade and then started saying no to a lot of them. Uh, it's, it's a really, it's a weird feeling. You, you mm -hmm. never know if you're making the right decision. You're always just kind of like, you know, my wife comes in clutch with that because anytime that happens with, before I set, you know, hit send on an email, I bring her in and I'm like, Hey, we got to discuss this. Like, what do you think? You know? And that's how we make our last decision if I should do it or not. So 
seeing like how it genuinely feels like you know you you really figured out that space where you can be you know just have that solace and happiness and i feel like again that can help people if you just share you know how do you how do you balance being in this like world and in this race and still being like you know just genuinely happy yeah i mean it it helps to to love what you do right uh, i'm i think i'm a happy person a lot of times obviously i'm not all the time cuz i'm human um but a lot of times i if things are going wrong or if i'm having a shitty day i can step back and look back and be proud of what i've done i know you're a big advocate of being you know in a world where people all are almost ashamed to to make it or ashamed to you know i'm able to step back and be like dude i did this mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day i you know i worked my absolute ass off for the past decade to make it to where i am today and it hasn't been an overnight thing and i haven't had quote unquote success and i'm not even you know i'm a, a little drop in the pond in terms of uh, like 100,000 subscribers is good enough to finally get get life going but uh yeah it, it's like i look around and i have everything i need i still drive a 2010 subaru i'm not a bit like i have a car that runs uh i i have an apartment that i like i have uh you know both of my parents are healthy i have uh, I, i'm lucky enough to have things that i can step back and be like all right i'm i'm very grateful for these things and i can kind of keep you grounded and being able to look back and remind yourself okay i did that but even then before i you know reached a place where i was successful i've always been good at just looking around and saying am i happy with like w- like where i'm trying to go and am i happy with the people around me and am i happy with the decisions that i'm making and uh i always found a good amount of gratitude in the ability to okay i surround myself with good people i know i'm ha- i have very good intentions and so you know i can be happy with with that at the end of the day if i fail i know that i i love my friends and i love what i'm making and uh that gives me a lot of uh it keeps me very grounded but Yeah man I, I'm not always happy I'm not always in like you know like you completely understand sometimes the grind doesn't stop and we don't have a 9 to 5 and sometimes you know it can get lonely dating sucks where it's like oh everybody has a 9 to 5 and they're like well let's go grab dinner at 6 and I'm like I'm probably still going to be editing and yeah. uh you know you have to cut off a lot of friends that you used to to hang out with a lot but they don't really necessarily align with the life and not saying you're like oh you're not my friend anymore but it's you know, I'm probably not going to be able to grab that beer with you uh or I'm probably not going to be able to come to your your party on Saturday because I have different things that I want to do so yeah it becomes lonely and it becomes especially in this content creation world you're not really going out on set I'm in my room 90% of the time even though it looks like I'm traveling and doing cool shit it's like most of the time I'm not and uh you just have to find your find that balance and be proud of what you do have and uh be proud of where you're going so dude great advice i mean it it's it's the truest thing because it's not easy like from the outside you know people can see and just go oh this person is winning like day in and day out but when you're your own boss and you have to not only just be disciplined to get up and get going but you have to stay motivated day in and day out you have to come up with a game plan how are you going to fill up your schedule that is not easy and i feel like this is what where a lot of people close friends that are very talented that i you know push to be freelancers they just don't want to do it because they don't trust themselves they're just like bro i know i can make more money i know i can work on a lot cooler like gigs but 
I just don't like trust myself that I can just stay motivated day in and day out. So it, it, it can't be something that you turn on. It has to be something that's in you and just keeps you going, you know? And mm -hmm. like you mentioned all the things, man, like I don't remember the last time I was in a, in my car and listen, I listen to music. The only time I listen to music is when I'm at the gym. That's when I like listen to music. When I'm in my car, it's genuinely like a library. Like I'm just listening to books. Like I'm just gobbling it up, eating it up. Like for even 10 minutes to target, I'm like, good. That's 20 minutes back and forth that I can listen to this book that I'm, you know, I want to listen to. And I'll just put that on. And I feel like it's staying in that mindset. Once you create that, then it's really easy. Then, then you're not even trying. You're just being that person. You're being disciplined. Like, you know, you've got your shit together and you're just hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. And the outsiders are looking in going, how the fuck does this guy do that? Well, this guy doesn't even think about it. It's like, you know, yeah. you, just around, you build your surrounding, like your wall like that, where you're just like, all right, I can just keep going. Um, love that, bro. Let's talk about the, the Stay Creamy movement. What is, what is that? <laughs> Uh, I love that. I I'm jealous. I feel like this is amazing. <laughs> Man, uh, so I just released my turtlenecks. Um, there's like, we basically sold out. There's like 30 left of smalls and mediums. That are just that sitting there. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I didn't think I'd be able to sell that many. But uh, uh, yeah, I just started wearing a turtleneck about two years ago. Um, and it just was something like a lot of things where I didn't really plan on being the guy that wore the turtleneck. But uh I put it on and people seem to like it. And I'm like, you know what? I let, It's different. It's funny. Um, and I wore it in one music video. And then since I wore it in cameraman, I'm like, well, I might as well just wear it in the next music video. And then I kept wearing it and it became my thing. And then, you know, back to like conversations with Peter, Peter's a big uh, advocate for building a brand, not just necessarily that, you know, a brand that can live on its own. And, you know, you have you and you have your brand and um, stay creamy, something that I want to build a little bit out more where I can you know make the idea of making turtlenecks was just something I didn't really make any money on it it was more like a community builder where you know people that have it are gonna you know have a lot right. of fun with it and they're yeah. and, and I'm gonna be able to share stories of everybody out in the world shooting with their turtleneck on and and uh people from the outside looking in will be like okay well damn Sam's group of followers are yeah really engaged they're having a lot of fun how do I get in how do I involve myself and I really want my channel to feel like that. And I think that's what, where Stay Creamy started, where it was just something funny because I wore a, a creamy turtleneck and I said, stay creamy. And uh, it's weird and it doesn't make any sense, but that's what Stay Creamy is all about. It's, you know, I think the people that watch my videos are a little bit weirder, just like me. Um, I'm not a normal person. I'm not, you know, a very eccentric, outgoing, uh, all over the place individual. And I think that's what it's all about and building a community based off that where, uh, people that watch my videos understand who I am and understand that I can be serious at, at times, but like, I think the whole world can be a little too serious sometimes. So let's have some fun. We're going to die, put on a turtleneck and go, go uh, enjoy it. It's genius. I feel like it's just, it's truly genius. I love it. <laughs> Where, so you said you have some left, like talk about it. Where can we find it? Sure. Stayfreemy.com. Uh, pretty good. It's that easy. Stay creamy. You found a pretty domain. Uh, we, we got, I think we got mediums and smalls left. So uh, if anybody wants to get their hands on a turtleneck, uh, head on over. I'm, I'm going to go for a, a, hopefully it's not too tight because I usually do large when it comes to hoodies and turtlenecks, but 
if it's not too tight, I'll go for a medium. My my roommate's six feet tall, and he fit he fit in a medium all right. So uh, no, I'll yeah, be okay yeah. then. I'm, yeah, I'm only five eight, so it'll be fine. Oh, there you go. I'm I'm five ten with shoes on, so uh, yeah. <laughs> a medium fits me fine. Perfect. I'm I'm getting it, bro. <laughs> Brother, talk to me about this. What's what's next? You got anything fun going on right now? Woo! What's next? Relaxing, man. I'm I'm gonna spend this night. I'm going to Hawaii on Friday. I'm gonna just kick it for a bit. Uh, this Where? Last, uh, I'm going to Big Island for the first time. So I've never been to the Big Island. Um, so if anybody's from the Big Island, or uh, I, let me know. But yeah, I'm going to the Big Island, and uh, I'm gonna run around there for a while. And uh, my buddy Luke, I haven't seen him in a while. I'm gonna go run around Hawaii with him. But yeah, I've been. This music video and the turtleneck launch have absolutely consumed me the last two months. And so, like, I haven't been getting much sleep. I haven't been doing anything besides working. And now it's like, okay, I'm going to relax a bit and then kind of hit the reset going into 2022, figure out what I really want to do. Uh, I always do, like, a big end-of-the-year video. Um, so I know I'm going to focus on that, kind of focus more about, like, the cinematic side and, and telling my story. And it's kind of a cool recap, not only for – my fans and my subscribers, it's a cool recap for me because every single year I have a video like 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, and I can just go back and look through and be like, oh my God, all these incredible, and then you can literally just tangibly see my journey, which is pretty cool. Um, so I'll make that year in recap. And then, uh, yeah, got got some a, a couple exciting announcements I can't talk about quite yet that are going to be coming out. And then uh, we got uh, obviously more music coming in 2022 um a lot more of the same man it's it's you know me I, I sit back and i like to do big ideas and so uh when something hits it's like all right well let's do it and that's kind of the exciting part about my life and you know i can be in la one day and then you know two days later have a conversation with a buddy who's in south africa and be like you know what i'll be there in a week and then I can, yeah we can work on this big project so yeah right now i think my 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 next plan or goal is to not think about plans or goals and just to like slow down and be alive for a second because I've, okay. I've been working my ass off it's it's been paying off and life is good for me and uh, I'm, I'm very proud of that but I also want to be able to step back and and ground myself for a second remind myself why I'm doing what I'm doing so I don't burn out and uh, come back with a little bit more energy in in December so that's amazing, bro. But I can tell you right now, that's not going to happen with somebody like yourself. You're just going to keep going. You're, you're going to go down for like a day. You're so depressed. You're going to be like, this is what slowing down is. It sucks. Like, I've gone through that, right? Like, where I'm just like, I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to put on boys. I'm just going to kick back, order Domino's, and just chill. And then I do it for like six hours straight. And I just feel like a slob. I'm like, ah, I got to do something. You know, like, I just got to get up and do something. Yeah, Brother, yeah, yeah, I feel that. Thank you so much for taking the time, bro. And uh, I, I mean it when I say this. I get excited every time I see your stories because I feel like the journey is so exciting and just witnessing that whole thing. And I'm actually, I actually want to, like, I suck at documenting my life because even when I started the whole social media thing, I told everybody I was a grandpa. I didn't know how to check DMs, things like that two years ago, right? Like, I just, I was terrible at it. So I feel like, a lot of it has like rough, like a lot of it is almost gone, but a lot of it is still there. Meaning when I see you, like just talk casually, like what's going on? What are we doing next? Things like that. That's not natural to me. Like I don't do that unless my wife walks in and goes, you should do a talking head on this thing that you're doing. And I'm like, good. Thanks for reminding me. Let me do a talking head. You know what I mean? Like, so 
it, it's even like a learning thing, not just like I go on, you know, your page and I see what he's doing. I'm just like, man, that would be cool if I started doing this. This is really cool. So just keep inspiring, bro. Super Thank pumped you, for man. you, man. Thank you. I appreciate appreciate you having me, dude. I, I've, I've watched your stuff for a while. You're you're obviously the top dog in the industry. So it's an absolute honor for you having me on here. And uh, uh, I, I know we'll stay in touch. And uh, everybody who's on right now, if you don't know me, uh, come say hi. Shoot me a message. Sam Newton. Go check him out and staycreamy.com. Guys, <laughs> go make it happen. Thanks, brother. Legend, man. Appreciate you. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I really do want to appreciate everybody that joined us. And uh, it, it genuinely means a lot because the, the world that we live in, like, you know, for people to take out the time and, you know, showing their support, um, I mean it from the bottom of my heart that uh, love that. So I will see you guys. I will try to be more consistent with the lives. I, I've been kind of dropping the ball on that. So I want to start doing it more and more. So um, let's keep the dialogue going. Much love until next time. Guys, thank you so much for sticking around till the end. Please leave a five-star review and make sure you're following this channel. I will see you in the next episode.